Yo guys, welcome to episode 8 of The Cage Guys. I'm Murph. And I'm Josh, and we'll be live with you today. First, I want to thank our our official sponsor today for The Cage. The Cage. Fantastic podcast, guys. Go check it out. Yeah, they seem pretty cool, honestly, bro. I've listened to them a couple times. And uh, for our, our official sponsor, uh, Mitch McConnell's Balls for finally dropping on the Senate floor. Honestly, what a guy. Finally did it. Finally worked. Good for him. Good for him. Um, our topics for today, uh, how can we not talk about these current events, whether they be political or within Buffalo, New York? Buffalo, New York. Um, and then, like, we got planes falling out of the sky, man. Yeah, it's pretty but interesting. Of course, our first topic, bro, will be with someone I deeply admire, uh, your dad, Paul. Yeah, Paul is here. You can introduce yourself, Paul. Hey, gentlemen. Hey, Murph. Hey, Josh. <laughs> thanks, uh, Paul. I uh, just want to thank you for joining us, man. Well, thanks for asking me. <laughs> and uh, naturally, it's, it's nice to see my tuition money going to work. <laughs> there we go. Already, so, already. so Paul, naturally, bro. As recent as Tuesday night and then Wednesday morning, specifically the current events, bro have been going on. They've been kind of wild with specifically what we want to talk about is the riot that occurred. Sounds good. It was, it was a hell of a day. Um, it is something that I've, I've been on this earth a long time and it's something I never thought I'd see. And it was, it was just fucking wild. And, and, uh, okay. and then the aftermath is worse. Yeah. And I have a question right now. Like the news is just saying like insurrections or the riots that happened there. Um, do you have a name for it yet? You know, like a historical name that they'll be calling it. I, I'm sure. I, I don't. I'm sure there is something out there. I don't know. It's. I have an idea. If it's okay to pass it yeah. through here. Um, the official cage doctrine for this event is the Great Retard Riot. I am on board with that one. I uh, not bad. Although there there might be a little pushback on that word because probably, you know probably. we've 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 tried to take that word out of our. Murph. And, and and be honest with you, Murph, that it's it's almost a disservice to the mentally challenged because these people aren't <laughs> mentally challenged as those fucking morons. Yeah. Um, you know, it, the, the moron mob or something like that could work, but the great jump. <laughs> That's know, a good it, one. It just just it was just a mob of morons. That's all it was. Yeah, the best part was probably moron watching mob. the uh, Apple police open up gates and doors to the um, one of the most important buildings in the entire country. That was really fun. Although, you so know, a bunch of fucking inbreds too. to Some be of those people just looked like incest death, like the encyclopedia picture of incest was some of those people. It was to, unbelievable to, to defend the Capitol place a little bit. And I'm not going to defend them very much is they, their leadership put them in a, a spot where they just didn't have the numbers. So, I mean, I, with the exception of just opening fire. And creating a pile of dead bodies for people to crawl over. I don't think there was a hell of a lot they could do. You know, they weren't gonna. They weren't gonna stop the once the mob started walking, trying decided they wanted to go in, because between the defense secretary and the administration not putting national guardsmen there. Oh yeah, and, was not even and all of that crap. They were there was nothing. There wasn't a hell of a lot they could do. Um, it doesn't defend them because. You know, they did, you know, they were taking selfies with people and shit. So, but on a whole, I don't think there was much they could do to stop it. Yeah. I mean, the, the worst part about this is that 
Trump kind of got like an erection. Oh, this, yeah. like for oh, this yeah. insurrection, man. An erection and, for this insurrection. Yeah, <laughs> dude. And then like, uh, rather than giving them a rejection um, about it or listening to the election, um, he kind of just like said he loved them, which was wild. That that part was just kind of hype for like Nancy. Yeah, Nancy has ammo now. Oh yeah, yeah. You know he he's, I love Nancy. He he's he was you know I I wouldn't doubt if he you know wherever wherever he was watching this if he rubbed one out halfway through because this was you know this was this is Viagra for a guy like that. Most presidential um, during the insurrection. And and by the way, it it wasn't you know Trump was doing it, Don Jr. was doing it. If uh, of course with the cocaine, it probably he's probably got an erection a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, Ted Cruz. Uh, Holly, you know, Josh Holly, that whole group, um, what Mo Brooks, Dude, pres- all the presidential Republican oh. nominees for 2024. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a, <laughs> that's what we just named. They were all, they were, I think Lindsey Graham's done trying for that. Cause he realized yeah, how exposed he, he almost got in South Carolina. Yeah. Lindsey can't this, do the, it. His election was fucking too close for comfort for Lindsey. His cheeks were a little tight there. Well, but part of this, like you just said with the presidential people is they're, um, they're lining up to see who can get, you know, they, they want to defend Trump, but they don't want Trump to run in four years. And if Trump, if they, if Trump thinks he's going to run, none of these people can get any traction. So they, they need Trump to back away, but they are killing themselves to be the ones that get his block of voters because his block of voters, like you called him earlier, um, they're they're moronic and they will whatever he says to do if if he'll they'll vote for so it's it's as easy as that yeah but who they can't go through is uh that guy on in the house of representatives who uh almost beat up the republicans when they were like pulling up to that one democrat did you see that oh yeah yeah what's like colin colin allred i think so yeah yeah dude i i've had this take before on the pod uh, Paul, I was curious if you think Obama would be cooler if he was as jacked as this guy. <laughs> um, cooler a little bit, but you know, just just because. Listen, just because Obama's black, all these old white guys are fucking terrified of him, anyways. So <laughs> if, if you if, if you made him if you made him jacked, oh my god, he would. It would. They would be fucking. They would. They would see, be killing themselves. You see, I made the counter argument that being jacked is non-presidential as a look. If you're if you're the president, you have to be slightly out of shape, <clears throat> middle aged, slightly out of shape. You can't be fat though, because Grover Cleveland was fat and he got stuck in a fucking bathtub. That's embarrassing. Maybe I should run for president. Every president um, since then has just been some mildly skinny, maybe like you know a little weight here and there, ate a little too much. Dude, but, but how much how much clout would they get if they were jacked? No, but dude, we've been over this, man. If he's jacked, he's half of his day is spent in the gym and not like running the country. But you People know, if the country, he should not be jacked, if he dude. if he came out of the gym, you know, took off his took off his his uh, his coat, had a wife beater on, and just walked around, you know, sweating and oh my god, it would it, it would work. I think I think. Murph, I think you're onto something. I think that would work. I want a president who chain smokes cigarettes constantly. Well, he did. Uh, yeah, Obama, Obama, Obama did. Until, Obama until, did, bro. 
until he got to be close to president. Then I Michelle said, that. okay, it's time to, it's time to stop. No, I want the man, the man chief cigarettes on anyway. On air, yeah. Yeah. on the debates, just rip, whip out cigarette cigars. Just fuck with them. That'd be kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Imagine Obama's like in the middle Give of like speeches with cigs. Bro, yep. imagine like Obama's like roasting Mitt Romney in the middle of it, pulls out a fucking cigar, cuts that shit, lights Dude, it. better yet a blunt. Well, cigars are okay. Like cigars, anyone true, yeah. you could smoke a cigar on, and on. Yeah, it's, it's kind of amazing. That cigars are. And a speech would be all right. Yeah. What if the president was just smoking a blunt though, and he was <laughs> just flaming be, world yeah. leaders, <laughs> and he was high. Dude, that would be just got his feet up on the on the desk. Yeah. Just and uh, if he was still the best like that, that'd mm-hmm. be tight. And then some twenty-four-year-old blonde intern crawls out from under the desk. <laughs> That's a Bill that is, movie. That is that is the. Uh, well, she wasn't a she wasn't a, a young class blonde act. intern. She what a was class a class act. Bill Clinton. She was a slightly a slightly chubby. Yeah, I never really brunette. understood Monica. I guess I guess she was like an easy target for him, right? Because there's no way she, Monica Lewinsky is going to say no to the president of the United States. Right. It was it was a that was a power. Yeah. That's a whole different day. But that's a that was just a power thing. Um, yeah. Still though, what, best presidential fucking ever was probably JFK and Marilyn Monroe. Easily the best one. He slayed. So much, like wow. the fact what that Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, I, Paul Slates. What about <laughs> he's not a guy I give very much thought to, although he's he's loaded. Yeah, but so, he's the he's the guy lucky enough to have Nancy Pelosi. Well, That's very true. Nancy you know Pelosi's what though? Catch. If you go back, I'm not defending much, but if you go back 40 years, you know, I mean, Nancy's 80. You go back forty years. Man, Nancy was doing all right. She looks great for her age. Yeah, I mean, she, she doesn't look eighty-one at all. Yeah, so she looks like she's easily sixty. You know, and he's been with her for fifty years. So you know, she was Nancy did all right. For, she did pretty good. You know, so that's 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 all right. Good for Nancy. Um, I'm so happy they arrested all the people that were fucking around in her office too. It's good that they're you know they the, get fucked. It's one of the one of the comments that that came out of this is. Like during the Black Lives Matter protests and and the, the 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 whenever there was any civil unrest over the summer, at least the people that did it were smart enough to 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 wear masks and not have any anything on their clothes that identified them. These idiots, no masks. I mean, they're they're telling their names to Amazing. reporters. They were so proud of what they did. Yeah. You know, this there's this one idiot from Jersey. He's interviewed and he's he gave his name, full name, hometown. Um, and, and, and what he did, you know, these guys are confessing FBI pull up. on TV and then it's like, they're all over Facebook and parlor with their real names. Yeah. So yeah. all the FBI is doing is running. They have all these photos that is running them through facial yeah. ID and they're going to, and they're going to pick yeah. them up one after, you know, one by one. They're just driving around the country yeah. with the idiot van, just putting them loading these, these dumb sons of bitches in the back of it. Yeah. What's also an idiot van though is the, uh, the team bus for the Buffalo bills. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> well, the nice thing, because visitors bus. Because we got home games, we don't need a team bus there, Jet fan. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, honestly, that was, a, that was a hype win today, guys. As it of was. January 9th, the Buffalo Bills won a, a playoff game. Five they did. It. Year drought. Been since, drought. since 1990, the 95 season. I had yet to witness a playoff win in my lifetime. Yeah, none of you guys were born. Kind of amazing that it finally happened. Super Bowl time. Uh, yeah, maybe. but... But really, just like fuck the Patriots. Well, that's overall. That's, that's yeah, yeah. That's always yeah, like that's where we can agree. Like I don't beef with your success because the Patriots are doing bad. 
I mean, dude, at least we embarrassed the Patriots, so, you know? At the, the very end of the season, we just whooped their asses. And we, we shit on Miami and kept them to the playoffs, just just for a little extra measure, you know? Well, the, the nice thing with screwing the Patriots is it doesn't matter what time of day it is or what day of the year it is. If you just say that out loud, most of the people around you will agree. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are, where you know. Yo, who hates Bill and the people that don't agree with us are just bad people. Are just idiots from Objectively Boston. stupid yeah. human beings, yeah. you know? I'm saying yeah. that objectively, of course. Yeah, and, and honestly, fuck the Bucks too now. Yeah, straight up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they now sold they got sold Brady because like, yeah, Brady's just such a fraud. They sold out to try to win. So. Yeah, Brady's a weird dude. I'm going to um, be honest. He's a gr- Listen, amazing quarterback. <laughs> you, ha- you can't deny it. He's a phenomenal quarterback. Dude, weird I don't even know about that. All right, settle down, dude. Dude, settle down. hear me out. Dude, I, I, won't, I won't reveal my sources here, but I was talking to a guy. You, you know, you guys are familiar with the T12 brand? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. TB12? Yeah. Uh, Robert Kraft owns that brand, and he pays Brady through that. Oh, we were talking about yeah, that today, that's, dude. That's Actually, the, we were literally yeah. talking. Um, and then, therefore, they can afford more payroll for the other players. Like, that's just, like, cheating. Yeah, like, it's, it's kind of yeah. fun. Brady's just had a better team. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he would always take they, – they always talk about how he took pay cuts. He was never the highest paid quarterback um, in the league. He was never the top half. Even you like – he, he had MVP seasons and he wasn't the and highest he's, paid quarterback. But you're right. He So the Patriots hired the, – the Patriots hired TB12 to be their their nutrition consultants yeah. and paid him about $20 million a year and gave him office space in that the building next to Gillette Stadium. Um, so uh, – and then hired his trainer. So – yeah, he Brady was putting an extra probably fifteen million a year in his pocket because of the TB twelve stuff, Listen, and that circumvented the cap. Make your make your money though, you know. The yeah, there. I'm I'm not knocking Brady for it, but this whole idea that yeah, you know the their their geniuses up there and they they you know people go there and take a pay cut. No, they didn't. He wasn't taking a fucking pay cut. No, that's bullshit. He was getting yeah. You know, he was not making any less money than anyone else. He might even be making more to be honest. Combined with the the amount of money they were yeah. giving him for T yeah. twelve and then his regular fucking contract and th- the amount of endorsements that man has, like he's chilling, dude. So he didn't need to get paid. he didn't need to be the highest paid quarterback of all time. He was fine. So Murph, Giselle makes more than him in, more than him yeah. anyway. Here's a here's a question for you, Murph. Yeah. The new the new mantra that's come out yesterday and today is, um, it's time to heal. <laughs> we should we should move past what happened Wednesday and move past everything that's happened going up to, to this week and it's time now for the Democrats should look and they should, they should try to heal the country and Biden should. So we should forget everything that's happened. Yeah, of course. And now we should heal. What do you think of that? I think if this is an allegory for Tom Brady, we cannot forget. Um, it's not, you it's, know, it's, but Tom Brady's done horrible things for against us. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't unite with him. We need to reject Tom Brady. Fuck okay. Tom Brady, fuck the Bucks. I guess they're right. rooting for the wash to the my for the Washington football team. Go Washington football team. The, the Bucks are going to blow them out tonight. Oh, easy. I did bet on the Bucks. Yeah, yeah the Bucks not even, should, but also fuck literally Tom Brady. no chance. Yeah. yeah, like the only chance they have is if somehow the the defensive line of the Washington team sacks Brady every and, single play. That's the only that's the only way I see them. Winning. Although you know, if you just watch that Seattle game, the D line of the of the Rams got all over Russell Wilson and it. And that's how they won. So yeah, if, but Brady's Brady's different. Than if Russell Washington Wilson. can do the same, we'll see. Aaron Donald, the goop. Brady's the guy who yeah. gets sacked. Although Donald might have broken a rib today, he's out. He he didn't finish the game. He'll Damn. be fine in a week, dude. 
He's yeah, who, who, so Donald didn't finish his game. Yeah. But there was a flight. Did you oh, see, yeah. see that, guys, in the Southeast Asia that didn't finish its flight? Yeah, I saw, I saw that. Yeah, it, it that barely was, started it. It literally, I, I remember this morning, I was up early, and it, I got the notification that the flight just plummeted right after takeoff. Yeah, it, it only flew for four minutes. I wonder what happened. It must have been a failure. Because they got, because you were, yeah, maybe it did. Pops, you were telling me that there was a guy on a boat that saw, uh, that saw the plane just, just plummet just out of the dropping sky. The, yeah. And he almost got hit by like plywood or something. They literally something plummet that, out Something of the that sky. flew off of it, yeah. So, so my running theory <laughs> is that there is a giant gravitational force underneath the water being controlled by extraterrestrial species. How do you feel about that one, Murph? I don't, I don't think there's another option here. I think we yeah, should consider that fact really- and then therefore figure out how they did it. I, I can't. I can't be part of this. I think we have to dive further. <laughs> I've got. Come on, you're a man of science. I might Paul. have to. I might have to hang up. <laughs> All right. What's What's your theory then, Mister Smart Guy? Well, considering considering ninety percent of flights crash either within five minutes of takeoff or five minutes of landing, and this one crashed five minutes from takeoff. It was most likely a mechanical failure. That as soon as they started to gain altitude, because they barely gained altitude by the aliens. Lack that, of imagination. That yes, the, that that's strong. when the well, that's when the aliens are strongest. When you're just starting to take off. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I'm part of this. Well, of course, you know, once all the people go to sleep, the um, it creates kind of a bubble around the plane. Why would they be sleeping? Oh, fucking yeah, that we lost that one. Yeah, that was, that, that was we lost that one. Although they just got to find the black box and they'll figure out what happened to the plane. So that, although that's, that's racist. Oh yeah, of course. Because it's the, it's, uh, it's red. Race neutral box. It's orange, I think. All right, I don't see race. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it's kind of fucked though. A bunch of people are dead now. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. Or so, they were kidnapped by aliens. I yeah. like to go with that theory, so I can continue <laughs> to make fun of this without feeling guilty. Although I I am, you know, what was that flight? The Malaysia flight, uh, whatever. Yeah. That has never been found. They never found that one. That one was deaf. That was very suspect. Had to be aliens. Um, modern air, modern technology can't find that fucking plane, and they found this one in literally an well, hour because it crashed within. Yeah, but that one crashed. That one didn't take. That yes, was it was. That yes, long. that one was well, in the middle of. No, they. they that's the problem yeah. is they don't know. They they lost. But anyways, I just don't understand how you lose an entire plane. Like that just always seemed very confusing well, like how do you lose a whole fucking plane bro well there are parts of the world you know i mean you, everyone all you know you think in in the u.s or europe or something there's radar installations and all that stuff everywhere yeah, in the true. south pacific there's not you know you you'll go like if if you ever took a flight to hawaii there's a gap of space between the u.s and the u.s radar systems and then once you get out to hawaii where nobody knows just fix that where no one knows that more radios you have to have like something uh, out there. It's, you need like some sort of ocean base. There's never been a need either. Now, yeah, there true. is military, you know, they depending well, yeah, on where you go, they can probably track you in some spots. But there's parts of the world uh, south in the southeast or South Pacific and that where there's not a lot of radar coverage. So you're counting on um, – you're counting on – you know, sometimes you just have to get lucky. So what I'm hearing is we just blame poor people for this one? Uh, <laughs> sure. All right. Um, well, die, right? the the two planes that crashed a couple of years ago, yes, that that's what they blamed is huh. the 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 airline tried to sell them an upgraded software system and they didn't buy it, and the two planes crashed. And if they had the upgraded software system, they wouldn't have crashed. So, oh, wow. so that yes, they blamed for that. The airlines blame poor people. 
There you we go. Know, and I have to blame Nancy Pelosi for now being our babe of the week. Once again, for the eighth straight week, Facts. undefeated forever. <sighs> yeah, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi. Everyone clap it up for Nancy. That's our girl right there. Paul? That's, that's Paul. worse than the alien thing. Got a little dance. <laughs> you understand, dude. This podcast lives and dies for Nancy Pelosi. All right. So, Paul and Nancy Pelosi is our babe of the week. <laughs> um, yo, fuck Adam Johnson. That's the guy with the podium. Taking our man's podium. Oh, yeah. Our woman's podium. Yeah, that's our girl right there. But, hey, they got Don't touch the podium. The nice thing is he's going to get to go to jail for it, which is kind of yeah, good. It's kind of funny. Hopefully they get the podium back. He doesn't deserve to have that as a Josh and I have been trying to meet with Nancy Pelosi for months now. Oh, yeah, for a long time. And this guy can't break laws to try to cut us. That's true. They cut the line. To see this beautiful woman. They did cut the line. I'm so happy they didn't get a single glimpse of her. It might get tougher now. You know, I think security around that building might be a little tighter. Let us walk right in. Put on a red hat and you can walk right in. There we go. There we go. Facts. And uh, we're going to take our break, guys. Um, and we'll be right back. All right. Yo, welcome back to the cage, guys. Paul, man, this is your time to shine. It's a classic cage interview. Yes. Very interesting. All right. Um, naturally... We're going to start this off with a, a pretty chill question for you. Um, and the two people in it are not that chill. It's the government and uh, big business in the private industry. Spooky. Spooky stuff. We're curious if you think one has an advantage over the other and its ability just to take over society um, and like control the masses in an unethical way. Does one have an advantage? Um yeah, I think uh, I think the government has the advantage um, for a couple of reasons. Government's allowed to run in a deficit. You know, if they don't make any money, that's okay. They just print more. Um, and then they also, you know, they're they're the ones setting any policies and laws. Business. But I think. Could I not argue that yeah. the the people in government are bought out by the business, and therefore the business is the government? Well, in in a, in some extent, that's true. But ultimately, business is still trying to, you know, if you look at big business as one conglomerate, yes. But remember, when you talk about, let's say you talk about the banking industry, there's hundreds of banks that are still competing with each other. So if it ever gets to the point where they think something's going to affect their bottom line, they won't follow through on it. The same with any business, you know, that we've now looked at lumping big tech in one big pile. You know, if you look at Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and, and TikTok and all that kind of crap, yes, they control a lot of what's happening, but ultimately they're competing with each other. So they're going to, they have to figure out what their niche is. Whereas the government, there is no, there is no competition for the government. And because they control um, you know, the economic, uh, world, I think ultimately they have, you know, they, I think ultimately they have more power than big business. So uh, do you have any daily or monthly like fears, um, 
at any point that when you're like giving information to companies that they could one day just like Jeff Bezos could raise an army of a hundred billion dollars, you know? Um, yeah, but they, you know, shit, he can, you know, he's, he could, he could spend whatever he needs in order to succeed at something. But, you know, listen, Jeff Bezos is worth, you know, whatever he's worth, uh, he's worth a couple billion dollars and, and whatever, but you know, we spent $7 trillion on the military last year. You know, there's not a, there, there's no business in the world that can compete with the pocketbooks of seven trillion. U- yeah. Of I the thought US. the military budget is at like 800 billion. No, I think it was last year. It was Cause government spending was, overall is only 3.5 trillion. What was that? What was it? 700 billion last year? Uh, yeah, seven hundred. Pentagon's fiscal year budget was about seven hundred billion. Okay, seven hundred billion. Okay, yeah, you were way off, In, old man. So I was off by one a number. Lot. I said seven trillion. I was off by one number. But it, yes, it's a lot. <laughs> a zero. But it's a lot. but it's a lot. but let's <laughs> okay. So it's seven billion dollars. So seven hundred billion dollars. Six hundred and seventy-one billion dollars is still like three times the amount of money Jeff there, Bezos has. There's no. I don't In, think there's any individual like in his like actual that could that could, now could could Jeff Bezos build a an army to go in and take over Panama or take over <laughs> over until they do that it's Honduras the, or something it's sure all the billionaires just choose like a third world country to just um, occupy but I don't think they can do it in in any of the first world countries in in England or so it's just a matter of the fact that there's more money in government yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I think government has got more control because they are, um, you know, they they're, they set fiscal policy, they control. Uh, there's more money, and more money, you know, ultimately where more money is is where more power ends up being. Yeah, so this kind of leads us into our second question, okay. um, where you know, like when the uh, the dudes pulled up to Jamestown and like made a colony. Um, they kind of didn't have the exception of natives, which is pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, like they didn't really have like any infrastructure there. They were able to kind of build their society. And Josh and I were thinking like, that's kind of like Minecraft, you know, um, mm-hmm. I'll take where you you're more. just able to just go out and explore, mm-hmm. and find a place and do what you want with it and build your own society. We like anarchy and craft, but like you're, are, we're curious about your take on, the difference between like a civilization in the beginning versus at the end, you know, like where we're born, we can only build upon the system. We can't create a system. Um, you know, it's, I think because of, because of the human brain, um, everyone is, every human at some, in some way needs structure needs some, uh, some, you know, they, it can't completely be chaotic. It can't be anarch. It can't be total anarchy. So even if a society were to start, if, if you and Josh and, and a dozen of your friends found a, a little plot of land Possibly somewhere in Maine, in Maine, um, in Maine to, to go yeah, there, to Maine. and you're all yeah. going there and you're going to just live free and, and you can't use live free or die because New Hampshire already has that. But, um, you know, you want to go in and start your own little society. If you fast Correct. forward six months or a year or two years, you will you will develop a structure. 
you'll have a, a hierarchy. You'll have somebody who's in charge. You'll have a leadership yeah, but role. It's at that opportunity where you get to decide this hierarchy and there's no pre-existing infrastructure to stop you from what you want to do. Okay. But what, so. Which is dope. It is, but. It's just Minecraft. But, but let's say there's, let's say there's a dozen of you. And, you know, let's say, for example, some kid named Sam decides that he's going to be the leader. He would definitely try that. And, and give him six months of being a leader. And he's like, you know what? I'm the leader. I think I need the biggest, the biggest cabin or the most food or something. The whitest house. And then if you can make a culture of like chill, he wouldn't do that. Yeah. But eventually he will. Eventually, yeah. everyone that's does. That's that's, that's yeah. what happens. That's my argument against communism. Is eventually everyone just the people that control the money, that distribute the money equally amongst the people, eventually just get really yeah. greedy and stop. Well, communists are stupid. Well, like this argument. Oh, yeah, real quick, fuck communism forever and always. When you, whenever you hear these arguments, <laughs> fuck Bernie Sanders. Whenever yeah, you see Bernie these Sanders. arguments that, that say, you know, from the right wing, oh, we're going to be socialists just like Venezuela. Well, no, Venezuela wasn't socialist. Venezuela was a dictatorship that that we installed. That, that, that had, you know, the guy that was in charge decided that he Maduro, wanted more right? than anyone else and he oppressed everybody. Wasn't it Maduro? He was uh, Venezuela, correct? I don't know. Um, my, uh, one of my, my, any, my, my politics teacher knew. Him. So anytime you have a society, Nicolas you can start it, yep. you can start it however you want, but unless you have some structure in place, and but that structure is to guard against that guy, that yeah. leader becoming too powerful. So, so w- if if you were to create your own society, what structure would you have? Um, yeah, what's your hierarchy? Uh, shit, I don't know. Um, you know, it's a tough get, question on the spot. It is, but you know, I think a lot of it would depend on what is best for that society. So if you're in a if you're living out in the woods in Maine, what's going to be the things that let people survive? Gathering food, figuring out how to grow food, figuring out how to build shelter. So the people that can do that the best are going to be leaders. If your society is in in a place where there's an abundance of food, well, then maybe it's the person that can protect you from predators better. So the, the leader in a society is going to be, you. first you have to see what the what the pressures on that society are. And when you know the pressures, then you can decide, then you can determine what is the best for that leadership idea. And based on our current pressures in our society, what do you think those qualities are in a leader? If we're talking about where we all live now, it is yeah, America it 2021. Is, I think it's um, logical thought. Uh, compassion comes in being able and I'm not talking about being, you know, kumbaya and all that shit. I'm saying being able to look at the big picture and look outside of your immediate needs. Because if you can figure out how to meet the needs of other people, then they automatically gravitate to you. So just from a selfish part reason, you don't want to be the biggest asshole on the block because then people are going to go against you. But if you can be the person that gives your make sure your neighbor is fed. Or your neighbor had, you know, not, you know, people in your society are taken care of, they are automatically going to gravitate to you. Having, being able to use logic to look at the big picture. What, if I do this, what's, what are going to be, 
the ramifications of what I'm doing now. Yeah. And if, if you can do that, you can win because you don't all, you know, it's not the biggest, strongest, fastest, whatever, you know, if you look at, you know, go all the way back to your science classes with natural selection. It's not the fastest one or the biggest one or the strongest one. It's the one that has the traits that let them survive. Yeah, that's facts. And you got to figure out what those are. So we're talking about like the fastest, the strongest, the smartest. This leads us into the next question, um, which is who's the hottest. So are you familiar with the concept of kill, fuck, marry? I I am. Yes. Okay. All right. So, so we, we have three lovely ladies here. Phenomenal women. Um, Sarah Palin. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Elaine Chow. Are you familiar with who yeah. she is? Yep. Mitchie. Uh, Mitch wife. McConnell, the Mitch Mitch majority wife. Republican Senate his wife. Yes. Government. Yes. Yep. Um, you know, they married at 50 years old. Yeah, definitely totally business related. Yeah. yeah, it was a business. It was maybe a business maybe in turtle years, that's only like 30 though. You know, that's true because everything moves so slow. Yeah. I'm um, everything in like fucking 0.2 speed. So I've got Sarah Palin and I've got Elaine Chow. Who's my third? Uh, oh, you're love this one. Betsy DeVos. That's your favorite right there. She loves public schools. All right. Uh, the, so the secretary of education, I believe. Former, former, former secretary. Former, she just resigned. Yeah. She, just resigned. She, she jumped ship. She, the, the Titanic was just about yeah. underwater and she, she jumped in. She um, uh, pulled the child off a raft probably. Let's see. Of those three, much I mean, like Mitch, I'm yeah. going to marry Elaine Chow. She's giving you a million dollars. Because her family is worth like $700 million. That's right. And, and, she, and, may, and she's also close. I mean, she's got to have one foot in the grave. She's, <laughs> she's an old lady, so I'm not going to be married to her for long. She's definitely used to like the 28 years of disappointment with Mitch that you'll just be like a stud. Yeah, I was going to say, be very careful where you were going to go with that. Right, um, <laughs> so I'm marrying Elaine Chow. I am. I am. You kill. I am. Although I'm hate fucking her, <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking Sarah Palin only because okay. only because a I think she would be a a, a worker. I think she would. Yeah, she would have to <laughs> work hard. Yeah, no, she's and yeah. when she's she last. became part of the, the public world uh although she wasn't in it there was a porn movie done starring about her and i can't get the vision of that woman out of my head so i'm (laughs) i would picture her and then i'm killing i am killing betsy devos every single day until somebody (laughs) comes and says it's time to stop now that's that person might be my my wife miss miss chow but I am killing her. The only reason, I, the only time I'm stopping killing her is when I'm, I'm either at my wedding ceremony or I'm fucking Sarah Palin. That's what <laughs> yeah. I'm doing. That's that's the plan. There we go. So that's that's um, my. And can you explain why you have such feelings t- towards her? With DeVos? Yeah. Well, uh, because she was put in charge of the education system in the U.S., and her only goal was to privatize education. And, so uh, so she to, so she shifted. Okay, well, little background. You have to be a public school teacher. Yeah, I'm a public school teacher. So that's why you do not like <laughs> natural enemies. She, she shifted all. She shifted <laughs> focus to to if you and and the policy the the plan from that group and this is with a lot of privatization is first destroy what's there, 
so that you can say, see, it doesn't work. So let's privatize it. So her goal was to destroy public schools with the next step, which they never luckily got to that step of, of now privatizing public schools. Um, and she also was in charge of the student loan debacles. And, and when, whenever they tried to do any relief for student loans or, you know, even the policies they have of not, you know, the way student loan um, interest is paid back, they tried to change that. You know, when you pay your, when you pay, if you pay your student loans, you pay all of the interest up front. So you might pay for student loans for five years and never touch the principal. Yeah. That's a policy the the Congress tried to change. And that was her department. And she fought it hard because she has family that makes money in the student loan industry. So that's super not chill. Yeah. So that's why I hate her so much, but more of the public school thing, than the student loan thing. But yeah. (laughs) Um, And we now have our last question for tonight. Okay. Um, Josh, would you like to ask it? Yeah, sure. Um, What do you think the lifespan of the current GOP is? Um, I'm thinking the GOP in the, in the, the form it's in because they had their conferences today, yesterday and today down in, in, somewhere in Florida. Oh yeah. Cause um, uh, what's your face? And a whole, a whole crap load of GOP. Wait, the RNC, fans, the RNC people came from around the country and they reelected the same leaders of the RNC that they had before. Oh yeah. Um, and I think if they, in, if in two years they do poorly in the midterm election, so lose a couple congressional seats or don't gain any, and if they lose more, there's, seats. there's six, I think contested Senate seats coming up in two years. If they lose those, I think that's the end. Um, and well, there's three things that go with it. They do poorly in two years and they allow Donald Trump to still put out that he's going to run in 2024, which sucks all the air out of the balloon. I think that will kill the, the GOP. So wait, do you think that Mitch McConnell will attempt to quickly convict him of impeachment charges no. because of that reason? Because if you can convict him, he can no longer run for no. Federal- I think that the House is gonna the House is gonna do it again. Convict him probably by Tuesday in literally a day. And McConnell will. If I he if, said he was setting up preparations. Yeah, but I I have a funny feeling that he's gonna hold on to the ball until until the clock runs out. Is, he's I, don't, got, I don't know if it's a smart move for him to just let Trump walk away from this. Well, but I think he needs to. I think it's McConnell right now has. I believe he has the future of his party in his hands, and he can either execute Trump or he can let him go yeah. and let him keep on spreading like the virus. He fucking well, is. he's not going to get. He, see, one thing that could help him is he's not going to get six because it needs sixty votes. It yeah, needs two thirds. Yeah, he won't. So they're not going to convict him. Would but they could they could do a majority, but they're not yeah. going to get sixty. But. And this was pointed out last night on one of the shows that it's not six network. Which um, network do you watch? It was Rachel Maddow. I don't really watch many of them, but Rachel Maddow pointed out. I saw a clip on Twitter today about it. Have you been watching any Newsmax recently? (laughs) No, no. Quite fun. (laughs) I have to say, if anyone's looking for a late night chill, (laughs) go to Newsmax purely for entertainment, not Uh, for information. That's that's what a lot of them are at this point. But um, but I think – it's only it's two thirds of the senators that are in the room at the time. 
which would give a lot of GOP senators that don't want to vote to convict an out. They could just not show up. And if they don't show up, it's it's not two thirds of the hu- the hundred. It's two thirds oh, okay. of those who are in the room. So, so they all, could just do it. they could just not be there. And if they're yeah. not there, they can save face. They can say, I didn't vote to convict him. Sorry, he got convicted. Whoops. Big Lindsey Graham move. That's, um, that is a big yeah. Lindsey Graham so, move. So, you know, I could see that happening uh, to convict him. Um, I'd like this all to be, you know, done. But I also don't think if they don't convict him, I think the Justice Department has to go after him. They have to, you know, they're, they're I mean, there's a lot of local, like the Southern District of New York, the federal prosecutor in New York is going to go after him immediately. Um, and the, and they've got the case. They already did the depositions of the idiot kids, you know, Eric and Don Jr. And Ivanka have already been deposed. Um, so I think they are, he's going to get convicted of something. It's just depends on which one it is and how bad it is. He's not going to yeah. go to prison. Yeah. And but, like that would alter the lifespan of the GOP naturally. Yeah. But we're also curious about if the left in the democratic party, the left wing Mm -hmm. is endangering uh, the democratic party. Yeah. It always always has the far left, the, 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 not the progressives, but the ones that are beyond that. And there's not very many. Um, They are. I think you're underestimating the amount of radical leftists. Well, well, here's the thing I see. You've been in college campus and yeah, but they're not in power. Yeah, but they will. Kids be can scream all. No offense to to people. I'm aware, but they can you all can vote. Scream all you want, but yeah, but they but, can all vote. But hey, hey, the, listen, they're the ones who carried Biden this year. Here's man. here's one of the problems that the Democrats have always faced, and this is this goes back for for the forty or thirty five years I've been following politics. Um, the right will line up and they'll they'll vote lockstep. If you're the if you're a Republican, it doesn't matter who's in charge. You're going to vote in lockstep with them. The left will, they'll, you know, the the saying is they'll eat their own young. You know, they'll start fighting each other, um, and they won't. Sometimes they won't vote for, you know, they'll they'll either they'll stay home, which is what they did with Hillary, or they'll fight each other. Uh, whereas the right won't. So the right's always been better at getting everybody, and that's one of the reasons why you know you 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 make things really simple. You know, you dumb it down as far as possible. Um, you know, just picture picture the right wing people that you know, Murph. Yeah, they're not the sharpest tools in the shed. Okay. Um, you know, and and I'm I know that sounds oh you're being a liberal elite and you think you're smarter than we are. And I've I've had there's a guy I, I speak with occasionally. He's like, oh, you leftists always think you're smarter than us. And I'm like, well, because because we are, because <laughs> <laughs> you're a moron. And look at what happened in Washington on Wednesday. Yeah, the they moron are. mob. Um, you know, so the left will fight each other. So there's always a danger of them, not of, of that being a problem of them, not, you know, they'll say in two years, you know, I've already already seen people on Twitter that are hollering that if Joe doesn't do X, Y, and Z in the first week, he's a failure. You know, if he doesn't eliminate all student loans and eliminate this and, and, and open up, you know, get, you know, close all the, the detention facilities at the border in the first week is a failure. Well, yeah, those are great ideas, but they take, things do take time. You know, you can't just, you can't walk down to the border and open up the doors and say, get out. It's not how it works. There's a procedure to do that. 
and they're going to start doing it, but it's going to take time. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, and this is going to be the issue with the midterms in two years. It's going to take this administration and it took Obama faced the same thing and Clinton faced the same thing. It's going to take this administration two years to clean up the mess that's been left behind, to clean up the tax policy, to clean up the economic policies, to clean up. There's a lot of messes that are left behind. Um, All of these regulations that were were eliminated with the stroke of a pen, you know, the executive orders that were written, they can all be reversed, but it takes it's going to take a while to clean up the mess that's been left and not, and when they start on, you know, today is the 9th of January. There's still not a federal policy for COVID relief or immunization. There's not a federal government plan to immunize, which means they have to start that from scratch. You know, there's not, so there's so many things that have to be done before they can start doing what they want to do. And that might take a year or or longer. And if the left gets all pissy about it and gets their panties in a bunch about it and says, "Oh my God, you're not helping," you that's that's that that could be the death knell for the Democratic Party too. And the problem is, everyone's like, "Oh great, we we get rid of the parties." That sounds like a great idea, but that's not how it's going to work. If the Democratic Party dies or or is weakened. The Republicans are still sitting there because they all they they are one solid block of idiots, and they will okay. do whatever they're told. And would you be able to right now formally denounce communism for the podcast viewers? <laughs> yes, I will formally denounce communism. Thank there you. We go. Um, and we do have one uh, last question here. It's a quick one. Okay. Um, Joe Biden was talking to a reporter who asked him about uh, his son Hunter. Yep, and he called the reporter a one-horse pony um, instead of a one-trick pony. Yeah. So therefore, I'm asking you, what do you think the definition of a one-horse pony is? Yeah, wow. Um, I think the definition is a 78-year-old man that got a little bit ahead of himself. That's what I think the definition is. I have never heard the term one-horse pony. Um, I. Is that some upstate New York thing? You know, you it, it sounds like he mixed up. So you can be from a one horse town, uh, which just means you're a simpleton She's or you're simple. a one trick pony. So you only have one question. <laughs> I just think he mixed those two up because he got ahead of himself. Or wait, so that means he's actually big braining because he said that that guy only knew how to ask one question and he was a simpleton at the same time. Yeah, he, he oh, dude, he hit him with the ultimate up. roast. Yeah. Joe Biden's actually just thinking at a higher level. Dude, one horse pony. That's yeah. the most. Uh, Paul, we like to conclude every show with an edgy meme of the week. Um, okay. To be honest with you, I think the edgiest political joke right now is just Ted Cruz in general. <laughs> he is so just so fucked like there's no way there's like none. all right my edgy meme is going to be a bear grills themed meme it is when there's no pinata at the party but the emo kid just hung himself improvise <laughs> adapt overcome <laughs> not a public school teacher like that one that's not bad um mine isn't too crazy this week it's just uh what do you call a gender inclusive praying mantis what do you call one? A womantis. 
It definitely makes uh, sense. Making fun of like, that congressional guy. A woman. That said a woman instead of amen. That was How do you lack disgusting. that much knowledge as a person? You're literally saying a prayer and you don't even understand that amen isn't like a gender thing. I think it's just translation <sighs> from Latin or something. Right? Yeah, it was. He was just trying to be too important. Um, yeah, that was like a, that was like a pandering move, like a, such a hardcore pander move. <laughs> Honestly, you know, uh, Paul, we want to thank you for being on the pod, man. Well, thank you for asking. Dope, man. Um, and that, guys, concludes the eighth episode of The Cage. As always, hit us at cagethepod at gmail.com with any comments, questions, and feedback, or you're a dirty squid. Basically, you're a squid with a beak. And if you have a beak, then you're a bitch. So that's just how Fast. it is. Uh, you can also hit us on Twitter uh, at cage underscore pod. And our Instagram is just at cage the pod. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week for our final episode. Yeah.